In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how can you be more open and vulnerable with your partner. Let's go. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolina. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Aloha and welcome to episode 201 of the Journey and Mary show. <laughs> My name is Rafi. And Sarah. I'm slurring for some reason. Um, but today we want to answer one of your biggest questions because um, it's great. And I think, I think this is a good concern. It is how can you be more open and vulnerable with your partner? So we put a, a feedback form the other day in in regards to creating this new resource for you, which is what we've created, this new training. If you haven't registered for it, make sure you go to the show notes because it's about to happen. Um, But we want to answer your questions now, um, especially this one. I think it's really important about like, how do you become more open and vulnerable when you are talking to each other and just like being with each other in general? Mm-hmm. And this is a great question because being open and vulnerable isn't so easy. I mean, it takes a lot of courage to do this. Um, but we want to share with you a story that happened to us while we were recording. And actually, cor- before we actually jump into that, I want to ask, like, how about your past relationships? Ah. How, how are you when it comes to being open and vulnerable? I want to say that I was open and vulnerable, but sometimes the people that I dated were not. It was kind of like pulling teeth to have them share with me (laughs) what's on their heart, what's on their mind. Maybe that's just men in general. Other than like surface level stuff. That's just men in general. We just don't like to talk to you. (laughs) or maybe because people are shy but then in a romantic relationship you shouldn't be shy Mm -hmm. right you should be open and vulnerable (laughs) yeah easier said than done yes true for me like i know in my past relationships just having a lot of surface level conversations and just kind of like oh you know just those how are you doing What's the weather like? No, it's not like that bad. <laughs> but um, we never really got deep. We we always uh, just talked a lot, but never really got to the deep like things because it's mm-hmm. scary. Like I wanted to know my my partner, but I ended up withholding a lot of the, my fears and a lot of my negative emotions from them because I was afraid. Mm-hmm. Like it's as a man, like. No one really taught me to learn how to be open and vulnerable. To verbalize it rather than project it. It's a weakness being Mm. vulnerable. That's what I've been taught. 
And when I started dating Sarah, I remember this and like having to have like hard, hard conversations with her. But even still then, like I was afraid of being judged by her. Yeah. Same fear of judgment. Real thing. And, um, I like, we knew like if we didn't do this correctly, we wouldn't be able to connect with each other on a deeper level. And one specific situation was when Sarah decided to go to dinner with some friends while we were dating. You want to share that story? Yeah. Um, I just told him that I was going to dinner with friends and I didn't invite him intentionally because the group of friends I was going out with were from college who were also friends with good friends, best friends, I would say, with my ex. And so I thought it would be awkward and I thought it was the prudent decision to not invite Rafi. While I was over here freaking out. I was at my apartment. I mean, I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, I mean, we're not married or anything. Just go for, like, go for it. Like, have fun. <laughs> Hoping that I was going to get an invitation from her, like, last <laughs> minute. But nope. She kind of, like, opened this loop. Oh, yeah, maybe my ex might be there. But I'm going to go into this dinner with all my friends, my guy friends. And I'm like, I wasn't assertive enough at that time. And I was just like, okay. And then she went to the dinner. Finished all that. <laughs> then like I forgot what happened like we like you didn't even really share anything about it so I was like mm. well what my the ex, heck happened my ex didn't go and there is one of my girlfriends with me but yes yeah but I had to actually ask that question like what happened she never <laughs> even shared with me like what was going on like what happened at that dinner while I was over here freaking out but then I didn't when know I, you when I actually out. started to sit down with her and actually communicated this with her, I had to be open to share like this, I guess, jealousy or envy or fear mm-hmm. of, of the you situation. actually hooking back up with this ex because you're saying, oh, this ex is going to be here. Like, don't if you're listening to this right now, do not do that to your partner. Don't be like, oh, my ex might be there. Okay, bye. <laughs> like what yeah. Sarah did. Please. But don't don't keep it a secret either. Yes. <laughs> don't do that. Just don't be where your ex is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you don't have to do what we did. <laughs> but having this conversation with Sarah and like having me like share what I truly felt about the situation that I felt like um, I felt like not appreciated, not invited, not like included not included in this this thing and how it affected me thankfully like she was very receptive to this she wasn't judging me she wasn't like oh that's stupid my ex wasn't there or anything like crazy <laughs> I don't sound like I that don't know, man. <laughs> but yeah she wasn't really um she wasn't critical about this and it was really awesome because i started sharing more more of my fears and challenges and just throughout our whole lives we've been we've been open in that area right and because you were able to be open and vulnerable with me in this way i was able to reciprocate the same and communicate when i also felt jealous during a time in our relationship yeah um yeah but not my our whole life but like our, our whole relationship when we started 
just being open and vulnerable. Right. Like we started to learn more about each other. This helped us to discern marriage more quickly. And like big picture, we were able to improve our trust, our intimacy and connection as a couple. Yes. And it's, it's changed everything for us. And so it's a strength, you see. It's not a weakness. Yes. Vulnerability is key. And if you really want to learn how to be open and vulnerable, I think the first thing you need to start doing is by sharing more than just the highlight reel of your life. I think social media shows all the good and here's all the greatest things that I have and my achievements and we bring that into our relationship just sharing all the good things but then we try to suppress all the the things our hurts our fears our challenges mm. but like what we kind of shared vulnerability is a strength like when you start to share your your challenges and your fears to your partner and the receptive in that way that's when you're more open mm-hmm. right it starts by sharing those those things that you're your fear is not just the highlight reel. Yeah, and it's a way for you guys to connect. It's a way for you to learn more about each other and maybe to even dispel some of the fears that your partner has or to help them overcome any challenges or stresses that they're facing. Mm-hmm. It just takes things a lot deeper. Yes. Um, also, like vulnerability is a muscle. And... If you don't use it, like it will never get strong. So you've got to just be be open and being open to sharing your fears and challenges, not having to just suppress that and keep that to yourself. So what you shouldn't do is just, again, share all the highlight reels of your life, withhold all the negative things that you're experiencing, but instead to start sharing all these different things, yes. your fears, your challenges, your struggles. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, your partner needs to be receptive to that as well. Yep. Like, because right? when you're you're facing your fears, one of the fears that we all commonly face is the fear of judgment. And so you might be thinking, like, what if my partner judges me for, like, when I am open and vulnerable? <laughs> and what if they don't judge you, right? We have to put ourselves in this this situation of being out in the open, putting ourselves out there, being vulnerable, knowing that, yeah, they could judge us. They could be disappointed by what we share. But what does that tell you about your partner? Maybe they you could express to them that, hey, you could have been nicer when i shared that (laughs) or maybe they're not the one for you if they're not able to love you through your imperfections and your challenges maybe they're not the one who's gonna be there to carry your burdens with you so when you think about like oh what if they judge me and if they do judge you then this helps you to understand your partner more and to be able to discern your relationship more yes so hopefully this helps hopefully this gives you like a little platform of what you should actually start doing to grow in openness and vulnerability in your relationship and speaking of relationships we are doing this training for all of you catholic dating couples who are seriously discerning marriage 
And if you want to do this within less than a year, you're going to want to join our training because that is what our training is going to be about. The training is called How to Know If They're the One to Marry in Less Than a Year, Even If You Struggled with Communication Problems, Chastity, and Argue Over Small Things. This is a training for all of you Catholic dating couples that really want to know, like, what does that path look like? Um, You want to really be attentional. You really feel a strong desire to marriage. You really want to become that holy couple that God is calling you to be. And if that is you and that resonates with you, make sure you join our training. It's happening so soon. Uh, Grab your free ticket by clicking the link in our show notes. And we're excited to hang out with you very soon. With that said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly... If you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com slash resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until Until next time, time, future spouses. spouses.